comic books, movies, TV, and more. Nerds are everywhere. It's time to assemble! Nerds United, a Jittery Monkey podcast. Here's your host, Greg Mahachko. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Nerds United on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. I'm your host, Greg Mahachko. Joining me as I, I shouldn't say joining me, I should just shorten it up and say, and with me as always, the co-host of the year, Mike Luther. Hello, Mike. Hey, I am here, and we don't know how long this podcast can last. We're kind of doing it uh, like uh, squeeze it in real quick type of thing. It, it's it's like guerrilla recording. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, the reason we don't know how long this episode will last, or at least this initial recording, if uh, is my wife's at the grocery store. Uh, my or just left for the grocery store. Uh, the oldest is in the other room watching Pokemon, and the twins are upstairs napping. Also, the Huskers kick off in a half hour, so we know it's at least going to be capped at a half hour, Uh, but if the Twins wake up, we're going to have to put a pin in it, Mike, and pick it up another time. Yes, yes, that's fine. Uh, So, we willed it into existence, I think. Uh, I don't know about you, but we did start the uh, Christmas Movie Madness Tournament this past week. And here we are. The first round is essentially in the books. Mm-hmm. Saturday morning, November 12th, snow on the ground. I know. And I, I wasn't expecting it at all. In fact, the only reason I knew initially that there was snow on the ground, because I, when I first woke up, I went on Facebook and I saw your post on Facebook talking about other <laughs> stuff. I was like, wait a minute, that can't be right. And then I opened up my window or my, my curtain. I was like, oh, my God, there is snow. We uh, and it's odd where you're located and and we'll get to that, you know, without being specific here in a moment. But, um, you know, my wife, you know, we all came downstairs. I was like, you know, the twins woke up. We we came downstairs. She gets on uh, Facebook while the twins are enjoying their their bottle. And she's like, huh? So she opens up some of the blinds and then she's got a a twin and she said, bring. uh, I can't remember which one I had to bring. Bring them over here. And there's snow. What the hell? (laughs) Uh, a friend of ours, mutual friend of ours, who's actually Garrett's speech therapist a couple uh, years ago, uh, had posted on hers a little bit to the southwest uh, west of us snow in their town. That's great. But in Edwardsville, which is up closer to you, they said there's nothing up there. So I was like, really? I was like, huh? So I'm trying to figure out where this band of precipitation moved through. Uh, yeah, that's right, folks. We're old and we're talking about uh precipitation and fronts uh and snow on a nerds united podcast i I apologize that's that's all right okay thank you well as i mentioned we are in the midst of the i I gotta find a a, this just doesn't roll off the tongue but the christmas movie madness tournament 2022 Mm -hmm. we had the 2017 version obviously in 2017 uh and uh Best friend of the show, Josh, gave me some heat over the uh, positioning of of the uh, defending champions uh, bracket and their opponents because uh, limping in at number 31 or 32 was the movie Gremlins. And I mean, look, it, it's it's one of those that, again, it, it you include it, but 
I don't consider it a Christmas movie. True. true. Um, and I'm surprised that he went Gremlins and not Die Hard because he's always been a staunch defender that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we put it up against Christmas Vacation, uh, and and he says you did this on purpose. He's not wrong. Uh, <laughs> have there been as we're you know just about through the first round? I know as we record this, a couple more hours uh, for people to vote. Um, it, by the time they hear this, that'll all be over. Have there been any surprises, Mike? Um, gosh, not too many. I well, actually, no. I like I take that back. I was surprised that I don't I don't know if anybody voted for Elf. I think there may be like two people voted, but like it was Elf versus Scrooge and Scrooge <laughs> like destroyed it. But then I, I kind of think about it and like are the people who are voting, which I'll say our fans, I don't know if they actually listen or not, but yeah, who knows? Um, I think they're more geared towards the adults christmas movies than your animated or your uh children's christmas movies so not surprising uh by the way and we'll talk about all the christmas movies i i saw later um but scrooge is one of them and it's not bad and i think that was i might have been the one that like the first time i've seen it too I I, I I i can't say through. i can't say much i can't say much i think i only jumped on the scrooge bandwagon if there is one, and according to our voting, there's a there is there is apparently. Yeah. Uh, I think I only saw it all the way through for the first time within the last five to eight years. Uh, to the point, I mean, I liked it enough that I uh, bought the DVD at that time. Okay, which means that I do need to get out here in the next uh, couple of weeks, and I think we talked about this before, but I need a Blu-ray slash DVD player so that I can watch all these Christmas movies that may not be on a streaming service. There's, I'll tell you right now, there's a lot on the streaming service. There are, there are. Well, obviously, the, the eight that I've seen so far have been on streaming service. I haven't bought any of them. Um, I did buy a Frosty and Rudolph last year, but I haven't watched those yet. The one that I cannot find on any streaming service is uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. Uh, Apple Plus or that Apple TV. Yeah, because we watched uh, Great Pumpkin, uh, actually Halloween night after trick or treating. Right. Well, I know Mythic Quest season three is also back now, so I might. Oh, that's right. I, I, yeah, I, I don't. I think it just made the first episode or first two. I'm not sure, um, but it's on there. So anyway, uh, yeah. And then the other one I was thinking, and this is an upset. I think it was pretty good. The Scrooge. No, God, sorry. Um, Ernest Saves Christmas versus How the Grinch Stole Christmas. That one was a tie. That came down to like we let it overtime longer. <laughs> um. Because at one point in time, I told you it was a tie. I think you shared it. I think I shared it as well. And then it tied, and then we counted the votes on Twitter, tied it up. And so it was like a last minute thing. And then Grinch eked out, you know. And we're talking about the, the OG Grinch, too. Right. Yeah. You got to go back yeah, to the, uh, um, yeah, with uh, Boris Karloff doing the voice yeah. and, and uh, Thorough Ravencroft. Yeah. singing the song so yeah. um no i was gonna say well, well i like that we'll, i'll talk about more about that one later too all righty uh well let's get into you know some some news and information that's uh outside of our uh christmas movie madness tournament and probably just need to jump right into it. we we have been very focused uh this past week um on the tournament so not to say that we have missed other you know, news headlines, things like that. But 
um, we we do have uh, some some sad news uh, to mm-hmm. share, um, and that is that for for many of us, I, I think you know even when we read a a DC book that in, includes Batman, um, the voice that we hear is not Adam West. No offense, it's not uh, Michael Keaton or Christian Bale, uh, Ben Affleck, etc. It's the voice of Kevin Conroy. I think when you put in the uh, when you add up all the hours. Kevin Conroy's, uh, you know, between Batman the Animated Series and the uh, Arkham video games, uh, he's been Batman more than anyone. Uh, mm-hmm. And he passed away. Uh, I think it was, correct me if I'm wrong, I know it was kind of announced on, on Friday, uh, but I believe he actually passed away Thursday night. Is that to your best of your recollection? That, that right. Yeah, I think that's right. So... Yeah, sixty-six years old. I mean, yeah, you said it perfectly. He was—he's the voice of Batman. Um, yeah, whenever I read a comic, that's the the voice I hear. Probably because of you know uh, playing all the video games and watching all the the animated shows. So, uh, huge uh, shoes to fill for anybody that wants to be another Batman voice. Because of course they're going to have more more Batman. You know, and um, and they've yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt you there, Mike, but I mean, when you look at some of the uh, like the DC animated universe stuff that they've put out, I mean, going back to like Justice League War and, and Justice oh, yeah. League uh, Throne of Atlantis, etc. I mean, they have had several, you know, voices kind of uh, in that role. None of them are, I think, as memorable. I mean, no. you go back to it and I'm not. Yeah, I can't do a Kevin Conroy is, you know, uh batman voice but you know the the uh i am vengeance i or i can't i'm I'm gonna get get it wrong now uh but he's like uh, i am vengeance i am the knight i am batman yeah um and and you you know that like he's talked about in the past about the how he differentiated batman and bruce wayne you know bruce wayne always had a little bit more you know higher register uh, a little bit more, I don't know, not playfulness, um, you know, certainly, but, but, uh, you know, a little bit more of that socialite type of carefree, right. uh, uh, vocaling, whereas, as, uh, Batman was business. And I love the fact that a couple of years ago when, when they did the, uh, the big crossover on CW that he got the opportunity yes. you know, to, to be live action Bruce Wayne, which was pretty special. Oh Yeah. Yeah, I said I, I, you know, I feel bad for his family. It, it came, kind of came as a shock, you know. I didn't, I didn't really believe it at first, and then, you know. But luckily, you know, for for uh, all of his fans and you know for his family, we have tons of recordings of him, and we can, you know, even watch a, a Batman animated series. I think they're on HBO Max now. Yes. Um, and you know how, I don't think we talked about this within the last couple of weeks, but James Earl Jones has retired from voicing, you know, Darth Vader, yes. but sold the rights to his voice so that they could produce more, uh, you know, Darth Vader-y James Earl Jones goodness down the road. It makes you speculate if anything like that was ever, if those wheels were put in motion I mean, probably not. And, and, and it, you know, it, which is I fine. Again, I'm, I'm trying to figure out it, it's an iconic voice, but uh, it wasn't, 
I'm gonna try to do. I'm, I'm trying to be sensitive uh, about you know his passing and not you know like look beyond it. But James Earl Jones was the first voice of Vader. True. Kevin Conroy, while he's the best known, etc. Um, I mean, you had Batman's before you know uh, Batman the animated series. So I don't know. Um, it, I feel like if if because he had he had an illness, and I feel like if if he wished for something like that, you know, for his legacy to live on. I mean, it will certainly in, in mm-hmm. streaming and, and DVD box sets, things like that. But uh, if he w- willed new content with his voice to come out, I'm sure he would have put those uh, steps in a place beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. It all depends what he wants. You know? Yeah. So what else you got for us, Mike? Um, did you watch, I, I, I put a small trailer up there called a man named Otto. I don't know if you watched that or not. It's, it's essentially, I didn't think so. Um, Sorry. it's, no, it's fine. It's, uh, Tom Hanks. It's kind of a, I think it's a Christmas movie, but I put it up there cause I kind of liked it that Tom Hanks kind of plays a bad guy. Not really bad, but more of a grumpy older guy. I mean, so what you're saying is that he's, uh, Clint Eastwood in, uh, Gran Torino. Uh, much more G, probably G, PG rated than that, though. Nobody's gonna die in a halo gunfire, you mean? Probably. I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen the movie yet. Oh, just the oh, trailer. Speaking of movies, though, I want to talk about this real quick. Oh. I told you, I I saw, uh, I, I I actually ended up buying it. Uh, Top Gun Maverick. Oh yes, yes, and you said I should too, dude. You, I, I at the very least rent it. It's on, it's on Vudu. At the very least, rent it if you don't want to buy it. Um. I I kind of wish I would have went into the theaters to see it, mm-hmm. just because. I, but it is it is so it's action packed. It has a very good story to it. There is a guy in there. So obviously, and this isn't a spoiler, like they you know people know about this. But Miles Teller plays Rooster, who Rooster is Goose's son, right? Wouldn't just you know strictly speaking from the animal kingdom, wouldn't a better name for Miles Teller's character be Gosling? Well, Ryan Gosling was almost in it. Now, that's what it was going to be. Uh, no, actually, you know touché, what's funny? What, what's funny is they I, apparently they got to choose their own call names, and so he just chose Rooster. Like, not even thinking about being Goose, the son, or whatever. He just chose Rooster. Um, but they have a character in there called Hangman, who is the most Iceman villain, whatever you want to call it, of all time. He's not, he's no, and there's a spoiler, but he's no, and it, it doesn't never says it in the movie, but there's no relation to Iceman mm-hmm. at all, this character. But if you watch this character and you watch Val Kilmer's character, you're like, you you studied Val Kilmer for sure. D- d- does he at any point go up to uh, any of the other, like, kind of baby face type mm-hmm. uh, uh, and go, uh, like he's chewing gum? I, I was not always <laughs> waiting for that. Because honestly, it came so close to him doing that. Wow. Um, but yeah, really good movie. Like I said, I was I was kind of surprised. I, I'm not too surprised of how good it was. Yeah, I mean it's not it's not a perfect movie. There are definitely some plot holes. Um I, I just wanna know mm-hmm. why is Tom Cruise trusted so much? And I don't mean, you know, like trusted producer or or you know, but he flew fighter jets 
yes for the movie like did his yes. own stuff and i know he's done his own stunts for all the mission impossible movies and that's kind of his thing but that's you know there's a i'll try to phrase this delicately um not to uh minimize the the value of human life you know mm-hmm. certainly uh but you know when he's hanging off of a plane in mission impossible whatever mm-hmm. it is you know he's still kind of strapped to the plane right. i mean he, but he's in a multi-million dollar piece of naval aircraft and maybe it's been decommissioned. I mean, you know, maybe it's, I mean, maybe they bought it from then. I don't know how it works, but it's it, it's a big difference from, you know, like having your, you know, pilot's license and and being able to drive, you know, fly yourself from A to B, and being in a in something that's going like mock whatever. So the reason he's able to do stuff like this is one money, two, sure power. Okay. Three good insurance hmm. and four good people around him. When it, when it, well, I, I don't know if I should say good, but he has the right people around him because there's there was an interview. I don't know if he did or I heard somebody talking about it, and they were saying that they were talking to Tom Cruise and he was talking about he was talking to the stunt coordinators and what stunt he wanted to do and I you know whatever was with a motorcycle blah blah blah, and the stunt coordinators are like, well, we can't do that. That's like that's like impossible to do. And he said, okay. And then they said, well, then the people were like, well, what'd you do after that? He goes, well, I fired them. And I kept going until I got somebody that said they could do it. So, <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, you should definitely rent uh, Top Gun Maverick. It's definitely uh, a movie like yourself. You know, I wanted to see it in theaters, but I never, you know, got, it never took the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there are, um, I'd like to say a select few movies that I'll I'll break away from what I'm doing to uh, go to the theater and, and watch, but I also I also did that for Morbius, so I'm not sure how selected that true, true. <laughs> Oh, Greg, that was a great topic, but just like my ex always said, it's time to move on to something better. Christmas movies, that is. Mike, oh, Mike, <laughs> why you got to be like that to yourself, sir? Uh, no, we are. We're gonna like. Uh, I, I, know you watched the Christmas movie. Which, I, I just want to talk about the Christmas movie that you watched. Uh, I watched a couple other ones. Um, let's, you know what? Let's save yours for near the end. I'm not gonna talk about all the Christmas ones I've watched, but I've watched a, a lot so far. By the way, at your house, do you? When do you start listening to Christmas music? Do you? Do you guys put Christmas music on, or is it like December? Oh no, we. So with with my oldest, he's uh, going to be in in like a Christmas concert thing through school uh, here in December. So he's been singing uh, a few Christmas carols since you know, just before Thanksgiving, or I'm sorry, just before Halloween. Uh, so when we were out bumming around running errands last weekend, uh, we had it on as we were, but we were also going to like looking for Christmas decorations and things like that. So we were. Kind of getting he and I were kind of getting into that Christmas mood. Yeah. Um it's not gonna be in quote unquote heavy rotation until second week of December. That makes sense. Yeah, that's that's smart. Right. But I used to be like I, I used to load up my iPod uh or iPhone, you know, mm-hmm. uh with Christmas music uh a month before, like a couple weeks before Thanksgiving, you know, and oh but okay. I but I don't listen to music 
in in the vehicle much anymore now. Um, and if I do, I'll be honest with you, it's it's more you know Pandora, right? Um, but it's 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 podcasts, you know. So uh, I've listened to a few Christmas related podcasts. Okay. Um, you know things like that, but not anything that's going to be you know like it's more like some of the some of the um, faith based origins mm-hmm. of of Christmas and things like that. Right, right. So, but that that's not that's just because I went back to the very beginning of one of these podcasts and I just started listening to it all the way through, and so I caught a few Christmas topics that were in out of season. But you know, whatever. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so like when do you first- start listening to Christmas music? <laughs> Um, be like December twenty third. <laughs> no, no. Uh, actually, I was thinking about it. I first of all, I, same as you, I don't listen to music that often. Like if I'm driving, sometimes if I'm driving, I will. It depends on what my mood is. Like if I'm driving to work or to to, to school, then then I might listen to music. When I'm at the gym, I usually listen to music. But I think it'd be odd to listen to Christmas music while I'm working out. Then again, Jingle I've listened bells, to. Bells, no, here's the thing. I've listened to. I've listened to some stuff at the gym where it's like if if somebody would accidentally hear what I'm listening to, it'd be like, what? Like, uh, <laughs> I forgot what the the playlist was, but it was like a random playlist I found. And uh, I think it was – and I, there was some good songs on it. It was like 90s or something like that, 90s, 2000 stuff. And then all of a sudden, uh, <laughs> Natalie and Brulia's – do you remember her? her, her I I'm torn. Yeah, that came on, and I kind of like looked around. I'm like, man, this ain't, ain't too bad. I can still work out to this. <laughs> I just got to listen to it. Yeah, so I, I don't know. At, at some point in time, probably, honestly, if after Thanksgiving, if I put up Christmas decorations, I'll probably listen to some Christmas music as I'm putting it up or cleaning. A couple of years ago, when when I was still pretty new into the office uh, of my current employee, uh, we have. It's like Sonos uh, mm-hmm. speakers and things like that. And there's three oh, different. Yeah, yeah. There's one in the break room. There's one in the conference room, oddly enough. And there's one in like the general quote unquote, like bullpen area. Uh, and I just accessed that one day. And it was like the first day back in the office after Halloween. And as a rib, as a joke, I just put on Christmas, like a uh, satellite Christmas channel, something like that. And uh, the one gal who's like the mainstay, she's at the front desk. She's like, did somebody put on Christmas music? And I just kind of so like, <laughs> all right, which way is this going to go? And I didn't say anything. She's like, well, well, you know, it's kind of fun. Oh, whatever. And I was like, yeah, that was me. <laughs> and then it's it was, it, it was about, it was almost two solid months of, of Christmas music. And, and, you know, the, the idea at, at the office is to not be at the office. Uh, if you're, right. if you're one of us. Uh, so, you know, if you, if we hear it once a week, it's not too bad, but if, you're in the office five days a week, and it's the second week of November. It might get a little much. It might, yeah, yeah. I could see, I could see that. So, all right, all right. So, um, I, I I'm only going to talk about like I'm going to talk, talk about two Christmas movies, and then I you know like I said, I, I watched a lot. Um, I'll, I'll say this real quick. Uh, Claus and Arthur Christmas are two movies that we have on our board. I think I think they, one of them moved on. I don't know if they both moved on. I know Arthur Christmas Arthur, moved on. Arthur Christmas barely moved on because nobody voted. I was, oddly enough, nobody voted for that one yeah. uh, on Facebook. 
Yeah, yeah, those were just one on Twitter. Um, thank you, Chess Mart. And but but those were both I had not seen those before. And I probably if I had seen them, I would have moved them up slightly in the ranking. Not oh. that it would have really mattered. Yeah. I, I think slightly. I, I think they're both underrated. Um, I don't even know if they got like they were out in theaters. I don't think Kloss was. Kloss was uh, a Netflix. Yeah. And Arthur Christmas, oddly enough, that's been around for close to a decade. Yeah. it's it sounds really, By the way, uh, I, I won't say much about this one either, but I, I am currently watching uh, well, downstairs uh, Fred Claus, which is one we forgot to put on the, the board. I wanted to put it on there, but I thought I might uh-huh. be the only one who I, I actually like Fred Claus. Uh, Vince Vaughn, Paul, Paul Giamatti, Rachel Weiss, uh I think uh, uh, Kathy Bates uh, as well. Yep. I think it's again not the best, but I think uh, uh, Kevin Spacey. It, it tells tells a good kind of redemptive story. Uh, with, with we could the, have had that besides Gremlins. I'm just saying. Yeah. Or yeah. four yeah. Christmases. <laughs> or four Christmases. Right. Um, I, I we'll think. Watch that one. Yeah. I think there there's a real good line there towards the end uh, of Vince Vaughn delivered lines like there are no bad kids you know some kids are are misunderstood or they don't feel right you know, listened to or you know so, so there's there's some good there's some good writing um in that Elizabeth Banks uh in, in the movie yes. as well uh so um yeah don't sleep on Fred Claus oddly this is gonna sound weird maybe not weird to to people who know me like you but. A few years ago, when I was really curious about Fred Claus, but I couldn't find it anywhere, I bought it on Amazon. So, like, I have, I have the Amazon Prime Video version of Fred Claus, and I have uh, for a number of years now. Okay, awesome. But this, okay, I'll start talking about this one. So, you love this movie. You think it's the best movie in the world? Wait, okay? don't don't go putting words in my mouth every time, that's, Mike. Every time. Greg has uh, it basically messages me every day telling me his love Mike. for Christmas. Mike, no, That's it. he wakes me up in the morning and says, "Good morning, I love White Christmas." Okay, it's really it's odd. Not... No, oh, here's the thing: it's on Netflix, right? And and honest, I'll, I'll be honest with you. So I, I first of all, I searched for it. I was because I was looking for all of the the movies to see if I can watch them. And the good thing about like my phone and I think everybody else's phone is I can type in you know White Christmas, and on the front page it'll show like if it's on Netflix, if it's on right. Hulu, if it's on, you know whatever. And it's it's what I have on my phone too usually. And this is on Netflix. I'm like, okay, cool. And also it shows because I didn't know much about it. I know you had explained it prior, but I don't I didn't remember much. If it it's makes it feel any better, I don't know how I explained it either. That's okay. That's okay. Um so it, it's it's on Netflix and it and on the that page it shows like a little trailer for it. I didn't really watch the trailer except it started, but it started without sound. But I'm okay. so I could see I could see that they're doing a musical number. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, there's gonna be some musical numbers in it. No problem. I go, you know what? I'm gonna go in with an open mind. So okay. I go, I do I go with what I want because I, here's the thing, and I, I I do this, and I think a lot of other people do this. If you go and be like, oh, I'm gonna hate this movie, it's gonna suck. Well, yeah, then it is gonna suck. You're you're you have no chance of liking it. Are you frozen right now, by the way? Or am I frozen? Oh, no, you're you're good now. Okay. So it starts off. They're in a war, essentially, and they are. Well, it's like they're taking a break from the war or whatever. They're doing like, yeah, and they're doing a little performance. Christmas Eve. Yes, Christmas Eve. They're doing a little performance, and so they're. 
So they're doing a little performance and I'm like, okay, that makes sense. If that's why they're doing it, you know, cause it's like a little concert and they're singing a song or whatever. And, um, they, it, it happens that, you know, his, his buddy saves him or whatever. And I'm like, okay, you know what? If, if the musical numbers are all like concert based, I'm fine with that. That's cool. I, I can, I can live in that world, you know? It's the musical world where they're walking down the street and all of a sudden they start singing a dance. And I'm like, I, I can't stand that. Okay. And that happens about, I don't know, 30 minutes into the movie where they start that. I'm like, God. Oh. Now, permission to interject. Sisters, right? And they do their song and dance number. Very cool, right? I mean, you have been, so continue on. But I, what? You froze up, Mike. Are you frozen now? Hello. You're, you're, you're. Am I frozen on your screen? Or are you? Because you're frozen on my screen. For a minute, there you're you still frozen, frozen on my screen. I mean, I can hear your voice, but your picture is frozen. Might, might be mine. Who knows? I, I was just. I, yeah, might be bad internet <laughs> almost. But no, go ahead, interject. I was just gonna say, most of the. Music performances in White Christmas, I feel like, are framed around a performance, uh, as as in a stage performance or uh, a stage um, rehearsal. Like I don't know, I don't think, but a couple of times, do you get like just walking around and let's start a, a little a little ditty. Again, there he is. Hi, there, are, there are there are a lot that are are, are um concert stage stage wise, which is good. But there's not. Oh no, okay, now you're back. Um, but there are some that are you know just walking around, or I'm I'm sitting with my gal and I gotta sing, right? But anyway, so we we meet the Haynes sister. They do their song and dance number, and then uh you know stuff happens, and essentially they have to get out of there. They have to like run out of there, and to give them time, the two main characters, which are guys, uh, Wallace and Gromke or whatever, um. <laughs> Wallace and Gromit, or I don't know who they are. Is is that a mix of like Wallace and Gromit and and yeah. uh, uh, what's his what's his name Gronkowski? That's that's that sounds good. <laughs> uh, they dress up as the Hain sisters, very very much as a joke, right? And to give them like time to get away, everybody's kind of laughing at stuff. But the thing is, they sing the same exact song. At least it sounds to me like it's the same exact song. They they just did. I'm like. I just heard that song five minutes ago. If that play a different song, <laughs> now, and yes. hold it. Here's the thing: I, throughout, I swear to you, it was every five minutes. There's another five minute song, <laughs> and to where I'm, I'm just on my phone, just fast forwarding through the songs to get to the. By the way, the story itself was pretty good. This were especially when you had the general that they they knew and he was down on his luck, and then all of a sudden they spoiler alert, uh, they all come back at the end, you know, and they give you know, they all give that that ten hut and they all stand up. I'm like, that's really emotional, right? And they have a song about it too. I'm like, oh my god, I'm like, right. uh, I gave it a chance, I really did. 
Can I, can oh, I confess? By the way, this one moved on. This one, I forgot what it beat out, but it moved on. Uh, oh, Klaus. Oh, yeah. But here's the thing, people. Watch Klaus. Okay? It's way yeah. better. <laughs> watch Klaus. They're both good. I'll tell you what. No matter how many times uh, I watch White Christmas, and it is in my uh, forever watch list Netflix queue. Like, I don't only watch it this time of year. Like, I'm not like, it's April. I need to watch <laughs> But w- <laughs> when I watch it and they get to that climactic performance on Christmas Eve uh, and, and they surprise the general, I'll be darned if I don't roll a tear. Oh, I believe like, it. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's a fantastic, the, the, like you said, the way the story is all set up and it's all, uh, best friend of the show, Josh, was asking me about, uh, Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever, which we'll yeah. talk about, uh, soon. But I was like, uh, yeah, you know, most of, a lot of the conflict could be avoided with some communication. A lot of that could, could, uh, happen for White Christmas too. White Christmas and Black Panther were kind of forever practically the same. <laughs> no, yeah, true, true. No, but yeah. it, it's like you know, if uh, there's there's a lot of secrecy and there's a lot of um, hearsay or or uh, 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 rumor and innuendo, if you will, gossip, and that's what gets our our boys at White Christmas. Uh, Bing Crosby's character, especially, uh, in trouble, um, and and I do like uh, Bing's song when he's on the, you know, the the late night show. Yeah, that's a good song too about uh, um, uh, who hire who will who will hire a general or, or something like that. I'm not getting the name right, but when when it all comes together, uh, yeah, I mean it's you know you got the whole outfit there, the whole platoon or regiment, mm-hmm. and it's it's a pretty impactful scene so uh don't don't sleep on white christmas folks go go give it a watch it, it's available on netflix right now you can watch it and then you can watch klaus and you decide if the voting went wrong uh, we know the voting went wrong <laughs> that's okay the, uh i don't i don't i mean i, I never mind i don't even want to jinx i was gonna say i don't see uh, uh white christmas lasting the, the next round but who knows we'll find uh, out in yeah. the next 48 hours yes so the other one I will say um, that I I talked about this one before and said I didn't like it as much and it's a very popular one but I rewatched it uh, a Christmas story and I will say that I was wrong in the sense that a lot it, it doesn't have as many scenes that are supposed to be like humiliating that I remembered right I'm not saying it's my favorite Christmas movie, but I'm, it, it is, I can understand a little bit more. It's a little bit better. Um, now here's one thing I'm curious about when you, cause this is an old movie, but when you watch this now, do you picture yourself as the old man? Is that like the character? I'm like, like you relate to that character. Like I, get it. I understand. I understand. I understand what he's going yeah. through. Yeah. And then, you know, it, it's, you know how uh, the Christmas morning scene and he gets the, the bowling ball. And it's yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Perfectly placed. So uh, s- this past Sunday, um, it, we're just all I'm sitting in my chair and we're all just playing, having fun. And, and the, the whole family's down. It, it's it's real good. Uh, and then Matt takes a little um, parents will know it's a blaze in the monster machine monster truck. 
but it's, I mean, it fits in the, literally in the palm of your hand. It's not, but he just, okay. you know, he's, he's not quite too, he just gives a little toss to dad, except dad's not paying attention and it hits. <laughs> and I, I was singing to it, it hit. This is too much information, everybody. I apologize, but let's just put it all out on front street. It hit on the nut that sits a little high. Oh, God. <laughs> and now, because I wouldn't pay attention, I was like, ah! <laughs> and, and, of course, because I reacted, he thought that was hilarious. He's like, give me back. Well, course, I want to throw something else at you. Yeah, yeah. Let's see what else going to happen. And and I looked at my wife, and I'm like, oh. She's like, what happened? I said, it's the high nut. <laughs> God. And then she was like, oh, you don't need them anyway, so. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) I was laughing and now I'm sad, Mike. Thanks. (laughs) Um, I don't know if this will make you happy or sad. Let's talk about Santa Claus the movie. That's the last one I want to talk about. By the way, here's the thing about Santa Claus the movie. I swear to you, I this was on TV growing up just as much as a Christmas story, just as much as Frosty, just as much as Rudolph. And I remember watching it, but I don't know if I ever watched more than the first 15, 20 minutes of it. Because when I finally watched the whole thing, I was like, there's parts of it I don't remember at all. Yeah. I it's so I, I know you watched part of it, right? I watched the first half, and then as I was kind of telling you in, in the, the pre-recording, uh, we took the twins up to bed, and then I jumped in the shower. So. Okay. So, great. Yeah, I want to see if you noticed this stuff. So if, if anybody hasn't seen it yet... It's like a 1980-something movie. Um, and it basically tells the origin story of Santa Claus. It starts off this older guy is uh, in a small village, and, or he comes to a small village every year on Christmas, and they all call him Uncle, Cla- Uncle Claus, and he gives some toys. He even each a, a little wooden figurine, I think it was, right? So they set that up, and then and they all love him and everything. And then him and his wife, who do they do have a sleigh, and they do have two reindeer pull the sleigh. And they, they're leaving this village. And it's starting to storm really bad. And all of a sudden, one of the reindeer can't go on. It collapses. And the second reindeer collapses. And he goes out there. He's like, come on. You got to get going. And then, you know, and you hear the wind. And you see the snow and everything. It's coming down really hard. And then his wife starts to, like, fall asleep. And then he goes and he, like, grabs her. And he's, like, holding her and stuff. And, you know, they both start to fall asleep together. Great. I don't know if you noticed this, but if you looked behind them, about 50 feet away, there was a house with a light on. <laughs> they could have lived there. Instead, they just were like, well, I guess we're going to die. They don't. They magically show up at the North Pole where all the elves come out to greet them. Which, by the way, I don't know if they were supposed to make the elves small and just didn't know how to, but like, they're not at small. They're like 5'8". Think- I think uh, it, it's um, maybe not early because I'm sure they've been doing it since mm-hmm. the beginning of, of cinema, but I, I think it was supposed to be a little bit of uh, forced perspective. Yeah, I think they tried. And then there was one scene with Dudley Moore and um, the guy who plays uh, uh, Santa Claus. And it's like if, if Santa Claus was six foot, Dudley's like five eight in it. Now, he's not really he's not really tiny. But the, <laughs> we're, so they hold on. Oh, so they greet him. Right. All the elves come out and greet him. And then they were like, they showed him, you know, all the toys and everything. Oh, no, sorry. He, the Santa's like, where are we? Like, we're far from home. And the elf is like, no, this is your home now. 
That would be creepy as hell. <laughs> yeah. And then, oh, no, it gets worse, though. So then uh, they go and they see all the toys. And Santa's like, which they eventually give the name Santa for whatever reason. Um, they they see all the toys. He sees all the toys. And they're like, you're going to deliver these to all the boys and girls. And he's like, well, I can't possibly. He's like, oh, so I'm like, I'll be long gone before all of these are delivered. And then I was like, no, you and your wife will live forever. Like, I don't necessarily know if that's good. Like, give them that. Yeah, I want to give them a choice. Like, I and I think they kind of did a scene like this later on, but I would have framed it to more of like, look, you're a really good person, and the joy and happiness you bring to that small village is amazing. I want you to bring that to every child around the world. And there's gonna be magic and stuff like that. Let's can you do that? You know? Um, but they're just like you're you're gonna live forever and do whatever we say. You're ours now. Uh, now did you get to the courtroom scene yet uh yes okay that had the funniest scene in it because okay has john lithgow john lithgow's the um the main bad guy in this which also by the way john lithgow is also the greatest uh serial killer in dexter season four i think it was trinity the killer he is spoilers oh no you find out right away um i mean i don't watch the actor yeah. anyways yeah uh but yeah he's amazing so anyway in in the courtroom scene uh, this is how you know he's the bad guy because he's the head of a toy company that makes like toys that are bad and i forgot what it was but they took one toy and like oh here's a toy train that he made and it cracks it up in half you know real right. easily cheaply made and then they t- yeah cheaply made <laughs> and they take like a teddy bear and the head comes off of it and they start shaking it. And there's and from the wide scene, you see like, oh, oh, it's like sawdust or something. They must have put cheap material in there. Sawdust and nails do, or screws or and something. And they do a close-up shot, and it's shards of glass and nails. <laughs> Me and Nolan were watching that. We started cracking up. And then we were thinking of like different things that they could have done. Like, oh, here's a toy train, but it's actually an Uzi. You know? Like, oh, my God, I don't know what you were thinking. Uh, no, that was, that was a funny scene. So what what did you what did you what have you thought of it so far? Uh, I I don't remember it at all. That's uh, most people don't. And and maybe that's like willful ignorance. Right. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like it it makes sense because you know you get the feeling it through the parts that I'm I'm through you know, up to now is Dudley Moore resigns as like head assistant elf okay. or, you know, something mm-hmm. like that uh, because they, it was his idea, I think to move to a more um, uh, assembly line type of, of uh, process production. to make the production. Yeah. 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 Uh, and, and the, the toys were coming back. Not great. Right. Uh, right. They're, right. They're in, and Santa's getting complaints. Uh, so he's like, well, I can't, I can't do this. I got to go. Um, so that's about how far I am. I'm, I'm, I envision, and maybe it's already happened. And and I'm, this is like we're trying to corral children, but I, I feel like Dudley Moore and John Lithgow will somehow find each other, unite, be like, I can help your toy situation. They're BZ. He's like, whatever you say, Elfie, uh, or you know, whatever. And uh, of course. Uh, as as one would say to uh, what else yeah. are you supposed to say to an elf? Yeah. Um, and then he realized Dudley more realized the error of his ways, goes back to the North Pole for a, a fantastic uh, redemptive arc on him. But 
I don't know. It's as far as, as Santa Claus origins go, give me the Santa Claus. <laughs> give give me <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fine. Give me Santa Claus is coming to town with Burgermeister Meisterburger. You know, that's fine too. In fact, that's probably okay. better. Okay. By the way, there's also another scene that um when they're have the would the reindeer are semi good animatronics for the time. But there's a, a scene where they're where they're all eating, uh, you know, their reindeer food that's magical, and it's very clearly just them, their faces stuffed in whatever it is, nice. like you know, just clearly not. I mean, they're of course they're not really eating, but just just very much like if you took a, like a toy, I don't know, robot, and they just smashed it down in the food. I was like, oh, this GI Joe loves it. Yum yum yum, you know. <laughs> Uh, okay. Um, yes. I I did watch Arthur Christmas as well. Uh, okay. Since the last time we got together. And I have vague, very vague memories of watching a one time prior, probably within the last couple of years. Um, it's not one that really was on my radar, um, but it was fine. A little, yeah, thought, a, thought... a little, little sad that it lost, or one, I mean. I, th- I think the man who invented Christmas is a far superior movie. But okay, here's the, here's the thing with I, and I realized this as well. A lot of the newer movies on there, people haven't seen yet. It takes a while for people to watch some of the new movies because honestly, I thought uh, Christmas Chronicles would do really well, and I think maybe one po- person voted for Noel, and that was it. So thank you, Adam. I, yeah, I think even best friend of the show, Josh, was like, I haven't watched it yet. So people aren't going to vote for it if they haven't watched it, un- unfortunately. Because I think if they give it a chance, I think it would do good. Which I don't know if that makes me proud or sad that I've seen all of these movies. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, and, and I will say right now, uh, A Man Who Vended Christmas, I don't think it's on any streaming service that I have. It so. was on Hulu. It's been on Prime. But again, those are past tense. And yeah. when you're talking about you know, 24 to now, you know, for the second round and going forward, 48 hours to watch a movie. Uh, it, it could be tough to try to squeeze time in there, especially people who work and, and, oh, yeah. uh, you know, so, uh, it is what it is. Yeah. Like, yeah. No worries. All right. Do you want to talk about a movie we saw? I went to a movie theater. And I saw a movie at the theater. Yes, indeed. Oh, by the Okay. Oh, so something happened. Oh, okay. Something <laughs> happened at the movie theater. I knew I was like, I was like, I know I'm telling a story. <laughs> I don't know what the story is about yet. Okay, now I know. So me and Nolan go to see what kind of forever, right? And we're there. I also took my son. Oh, perfect. I mean, I didn't um, have a choice. He was off school. And so I was like, well, I already have a ticket. So let me see if I can get another one. Yeah. And you're like, if not, he's waiting outside. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep the Wait car the running. Man. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, so I of course, and probably same as you, I got my tickets. Well, I got my tickets ahead of time. Mm-hmm. I knew exactly where I was. Me and Nolan were sitting, mm-hmm. and we're there. And I think the previews had started, and had a group of probably like five. I don't say kids, but they're like in their twenties. Come in and sit next to us, no problem. And then two more kids come in and then they kind of like look at our seats and then look at somebody else and like go up and like they're looking at our seats again. And then finally one of kids is like, Hey, I think you're in our seats. And I was like, no. 
And I pulled out my phone, and because I, I I had a feeling something like that was going to happen, right. I pulled out my phone, and it showed like the theater, the seat number, everything. And then he showed me, shows me his phone, and his phone says the same thing. And I'm like, well, what time does your say? And he's like, oh, well, it doesn't say on here. But I said, like, I know, I know it's this time and everything. I was like, do you have the right digs? I'm I'm checking mine while I'm doing it too, mm-hmm. you know. And then finally, he goes, hey, do you just want to go down and talk to? um somebody and i'm like yeah no problem you know so we go down and as we're going down he's he's semi-friendly he's like yeah he's like i bought these like back in october or whatever and he bought like oh however many tickets it was i want to say like six tickets something like that and like, so we were your four friends pal yeah well and we and no no because they had taken up all these seats oh, okay. right so all of his friends were there at the time because they'd, they'd come in and so we go and talk to somebody and we're like, yeah, we somehow it got overbooked. And then they go talk to somebody, this, uh, this other lady, and she brings us around to this computer. And like I said, on mine, it has the times and everything. Time, seat, date, everything mm-hmm. on his, it doesn't. And he's like, I didn't, I never got an email for it either. She's like, well, do you have your confirmation number? Yes, he reads off his confirmation number. Now, I'm thinking to myself, okay, you know what? I can be nice because it's going to be much easier for them to get two extra tickets rather than six extra tickets sure right because he's not going to leave his friends and everything something to myself i can just say you know what we can go this is friday night we can go saturday do you have tickets for saturday blah 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 i'm thinking of saying this but then the lady goes oh excuse me sorry talking to the other guy she goes your tickets were for 345 that day and she goes, now what I can do, she's like I can refund you your money because she's like obviously you weren't at the 345 one or, you know, she's like, we do have an 11.15 showing that, you know, we do have some seats available for. She's like, well, where are the, you know, the seats at and stuff. And then she looks at me. She goes, sir, you're, you're good to go. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm still thinking, like, you know, let's make sure this guy's okay. Right. So I was, like, yeah. I was like, yeah, I was like, is that okay with you? He's like, he's like, he's like, yeah, that's fine. So I go and I, you know, head back. And then I was, as I was talking to Nolan, he told me that other people had come in for the other seats. Because remember, it's just me and Nolan's seat that they – actually, I think it was just one of ours that they they said, oh, this was mm-hmm. supposed to be ours. But obviously, since he got all the tickets so – so it wouldn't have worked anyway, even if I would have said, like, hey, I'll, I'm willing to you know right. go later. Because there's still four or five other seats that they someone else came in for. So, yeah, it's like, oh, so okay. So, he, yeah. he got all these tickets and be like, hey, everybody that shows at uh-huh. 7.30 – Mm-hmm. But the movie was a three forty five. Three forty five, yeah. I, knew, I was like, I know I wasn't wrong. So, but yeah, I just, just want to say I was very surprised. I got my ticket, I think, on Wednesday, mm-hmm. and I got my boy's ticket on Thursday when I found out he didn't have school on Friday for Veterans Day. I was very surprised to see how many other people also. We're going to go see Black Panther Wakanda Forever at 9.30 on a Friday morning. <laughs> it was packed, Mike. There was not a seat available. I, oh, I believe that, yeah. And now, how how well did your son do for sitting for two hours and 40 minutes or whatever it was? It was the movie was 2.41. That's not counting the 20 to 25 minutes of previews. Mm-hmm. I had to lean over quite a bit and be like, sit still. Stop squirming. Hey, I can understand though. I mean, I don't even. I, there were times, and it doesn't. That's a great movie, but there was twice when I checked my phone, just mm-hmm. to be like, "Where are we at?" And one time, I think we were only an hour in, and but it doesn't mean it's bad. 
And then the other time is when I'm like, oh, there's this is this is wrapping up now. Right. And I look at my phone. Nope. Another 30 minutes left. I'm like, oh, OK. All right. We're, we're doing this. All right. He uh, how do I put this delicately? It have been better. Um, we got uh, I had asked him that morning. I said, you want to go get breakfast at Cracker Barrel? No. And then I thought I'm like, let's go get. I said, my plan is to get breakfast, and go to a movie. Right. Okay. And by the time, you know, we dragged feet, got out, we didn't have time to go to Cracker Barrel. So we went to Chick-fil-A for breakfast, uh, which for me was a spicy chicken biscuit. And for him, it was essentially chicken nuggets. I mean, he had chicken oh, nuggets at 845 in the morning. I was I like, Yo, don't you want the biscuit? No, I don't. The biscuit doesn't look good. I'm like, that's a good biscuit. Uh, and then we went and he's like, well, I want to I, so get you a slushy. I'll get a, a, a bottle of water. And I didn't want popcorn that early, so I went with the other alternative, I guess, which is pretzel bites. That's what I had too. Oh my gosh! It yes, because he because he likes pretzel bites. So I'm like, get some pretzel bites, and he he tried one. I'm like, you want to try one? He's like, oh no, I, I he tried it. He's like, I don't like them. I said okay, so I'm eating pretzel bites, and I didn't eat them all like right away. Like usually for popcorn, I'll, I'll just eat the popcorn till the popcorn's gone. But there were prop still pretzel bites well into the third act. Um, oh, but it, you know, then of course, like he, it's, it's like he, I offer him a pretzel bite, he take a pretzel bite and he like nibble on it and then put it back and go for another. I'm like, no, I said, what are you trying to eat, eat the salt off? <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what he was doing. Um, but uh, I said, no, you're not getting more pretzel, but he's squirming, squirming this way, and and I was like, you gotta sit still. You 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 got it. You're driving me nuts. You got to sit still. Hey, like I said, I totally understand. I totally get it. I know? don't know, and I get it. You know, he's six. And, you know, he'll be seven next month. So I I understand a two hour forty one minute movie. Maybe not. You know, maybe that one falls on dad. Uh, but I enjoyed the movie, and and then the credits start, and he's like getting up to go. I said, no, no, we gotta wait. He's like, but dad, when the movie's over, the movie's over. There are no more scenes. I was like, let me tell you a little thing about Marvel movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let me educate you, son. So, Mike, one of the uh, premier challenges for uh, any Black Panther movie going forward was how do you write off Chadwick Boseman's character of, you know, Black Panther, mm-hmm. King T'Challa. And, man, I I didn't know how they were going to do it. I figured they would do it the right way. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you could write off a character in a better capacity than what, how, how Ryan Coogler and company handled the unexpected passing of Chadwick Boseman. I agree. I, I, if you would have asked me, I would have said, well, they're going to say, cause I knew they weren't going to use any CGI or old footage, anything like that. I figured they were going to say that he died in battle, you know, and, something like that but you know i don't know maybe a spoiler alert um the way they do it is like he they say he died of an illness and they have his sister uh shuri trying to make this the 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 heart-shaped herb again using science failing at it which it is is that says something as well because you have this girl shuri who is probably the brightest mind in the mcu according to kevin feige 
and can't do which, everything she's trying she's feeling at to to save the one person she, she loves you know one of the two people she loves and you just have the mom come down and was i just like shake her head like and basically he passed and i think this this whole movie is very good at showing grief and trauma and how to deal with it and there's not one way to deal with it there's and there's not one right way there's not one wrong way and in a sense, like, because we've talked about this before, if they would have just recast uh, T'Challa, Black Panther, would have been fine, by the way. But they w- we wouldn't have gotten this story. We wouldn't have gotten this, you know, this this narrative, which I, I really appreciated. And I like in that entire first uh, sequence, just the the overwhelming urgency that mm-hmm. Shuri's, you know, got, and she's like, you know, confidence. She's asking the computer, like, confidence level, like, how likely is this going to work? And in like, in the like 22, 29%, yeah. things like that. Uh, clearly, it just was not uh, meant to be. Um, also, I want to want to touch on this. Usually, you know, we get at the beginning before a movie, we get the bum, 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 bum. Yep. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. that, that Marvel fanfare. And we didn't get any of that. You know, there was no, no it, it was pure silence and it was a terrific uh, honoring of, of Chadwick Boseman. You get, obviously you got very early, um, you know, at, at the very early portion of that signature, you get, yes, some Black Panther comic, you know, strips and things like that yeah. or, or comic frames. But then it goes right into, you know, all the times we've seen Chadwick on, uh, on, on screen, which I thought was, was fun. I thought that was, I, I I trusted them to like be classy about it, but I, yeah. I, I that was kind of emotional too, you know. Oh, absolutely. Um, and then we, uh, I guess we're, I work. This is kind of going to spoil this, but anybody who's listens to this early, um, is probably is going to be watching Black Panther for a while anyway. Black Panther two will kind of forever anyway. So sorry, you've already you've already watched it already, or you you haven't. And also, I don't. I think most people that saw the trailers would know this part. That spoiler alert: Shuri becomes Shuri becomes someone. Someone absolutely. She also becomes what might be the Black Panther. Which, like I said, I don't think, and, and the, the way they Whoa. set it up actually worked. Now, because she was, well, well actually, we also met Iron or Riri Williams, I think her Riri name is. Williams. Yeah, she, eventually she's going to play Ironheart, or she kind of does already play Ironheart. Um, In her own series on D Plus. Yes, um, which I'm looking forward to. But we have Sherry, who's you know designing everything, and basically has already designed this Black Panther suit. Now I had, and, and she does drink the. She they finally make the heart shape herb, and she does drink it. Which, by the way, I thought this was odd, and this is how they do it. It's ceremonial. But do you know how hard it is to lay down and drink something, especially from a bowl? Because I just wanted her to be like, put it up her mouth, and it just all splash on her. <laughs> oh, God. All right, everybody. If you don't know what we're talking about, next time you have a bowl of cereal and you're you know, going to drink the milk at the, mm-hmm. at the bottom when the cereal's all gone, lay on the floor first. Yeah. Have two people hold you down. Yeah. And then try to get the milk in the mouth without spilling all over the place. Yeah. Now, me personally, that's just how I eat my milk or eat my milk, eat my cereal normally. That's just me. That's just my thing. Your milk. 
I'd be yeah, a little concerned about your expiration dates if you're eating your milk. Yeah, just eat my milk. Yeah, everybody, everybody, you know, there's 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 chocolate, there's whole, there's slim, and there's chunky. Everybody knows that. Oh, God. <laughs> it's just normal milk. Um, I first of all, I absolutely loved the action scenes on this. Absolutely loved them, especially the one where they're on the boat and they're fighting. I'm going to call them Atlanteans. I know they weren't called that in the movie, but they're Atlanteans. They were called something else. Maybe, sure. Um, But they're Atlanteans. Um, And they they have uh, M'Baku's character and the the guys, basically. And they're they're holding the ropes while the... I'm going to get all these names wrong. The Dorom... The Dormalaji. Dormalaji, yeah. Um, are like swinging from him and stuff like that. There's a good fight scene going on. Like I said, the action was amazing. Story was pretty good. Um, I don't know. Here's the thing. I don't know if I liked it more than the first Black Panther, but that's that's hard to beat because you had more of, well, obviously, duh, you had more of Chadwick Boseman, but also you had more of uh, Killmonger, which on this one, we only get Killmonger for a little bit. Yeah, which still, I mean, the scene he was in was very powerful. Um, and for for the reasons, you know, uh, like there's no Chadwick, so there's no there's no Chadwick in in that scene. Although that could have been a powerful, you know, version as well under under better circumstances. Uh, oh yeah, but it, I want to go back to that uh, battle on the boat. We all okay, the yes, boat. yes. We, I don't know how that song goes actually, um, but uh, no, I thought I thought the oh, when Okoye was uh, again spoilers I guess stripped of her general ship oh, yeah, title, yeah. Uh, and and uh, uh, you know she was she was going at quite a bit. Angela Bassett is a phenomenal actress, and yes. uh, you know what a what a treasure uh, that she's had, uh, you know, a good. She's played that role perfectly, you know, in the first one, she's defiant and defending of her son uh, and, and protective of him. Even when she and Shuri are fleeing to the, the mountain regions, the, uh, the Jabari. Uh, and in this one, as, as the queen, Queen Mother, I get. I don't know. Uh, you know, she's far more of a leader, uh, and it, and it works for her. I mean, she's you know, yes, more more Angela Bassett, less of you know a lot of people <laughs> in Hollywood. Um, mm-hmm. But but there were times where she was, I think maybe a little too reactionary in 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 her handling of Okoye. Uh, yes, of course. But but it all worked out at the end and then we got the the midnight angels you know at, at the end yes. um and it was look i we haven't talked about them yet but uh uh namor or namor you know and they mm-hmm. they go into his backstory and 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 his the, the mcu origins of the character which are are different than the comics i'm not you know here to say right or wrong i i Never read Namor in a in a comic, so I don't care. <laughs> He's right, right. One of the oldest legacy characters 
in Marvel Comics. No doubt about it. I mean, I think he predates the Fantastic Four, just to kind of give you an idea. So he's he's been around forever, but for whatever reason was never put in, given any type of screen spotlight or anything like that. Uh, maybe because the technology wasn't there. I don't know. I think the way that they handled you know, some of the communication and things like that. Uh, Aquaman did more um, telepathy and then they had the like random air pockets underwater, right. you know, yeah. um, I, I didn't mind the fact that like he talked and people could just hear him, you know, like his, right. his people yeah. could just hear him. That's was nothing wrong with that. Um, that was the debut of, of that actor. Did I, you know, something like really? that? It, said, okay. I, it says something like, and introducing, I'm not going to get his name correctly. And, and I apologize uh, for that, but that was towards the end in the, in the, uh, in the credits there. Um, it, it was, it, it was just an odd, I suppose, uh, origin, <laughs> you know, like they, they all got pushed away from the, from the uh, land and, and, and their, I don't know their their bodies adapter or whatever the, the circumstances was, and then he came back to bury his mom and saw the colonizers, and so we got more, you know, white people bad, uh, and or I guess it's Spaniards, so I'm not entirely sure how that one works, and you know, coming out of the Middle Ages, but you know what I mean. Um, I will say the Atlanteans, the the first scene you see them where they're popping up. And they are, they do like the siren song. Yes, that's exactly how I, how I, you know, I was like that. That's exactly what that, how I rationalize that. It was a siren song. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Right. And they have them all walking. And then you see the scene where they're all crawling up the side of the boat. I'm like, that's like a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, just the, just the, um, Tele, I don't know if telekinesis or whatever, whatever they were trying to, however they were trying to explain that, what that phenomenon that was going on with everybody else on that on that boat, and yeah, they just like stop what they're doing, start walking into the water. I was like, yeah, oh, that's not normal. And then you see, you know, half right. a dozen or, or or ten or whatever heads out of the water making that noise, and that was freaky. I mean, that yes. was, and you saw it a couple times uh, in the movie, but that's like. If you could just do that, I don't think you'd need to do anything else. <laughs> no, uh-uh. I mean, the only way they stopped it is uh, they fired a gun in the air and you know, lo- you know, got right. some guy out of it, this out of the trance, essentially. Yeah. Uh, um, and then, and then the, uh, and then the second time around, with when our heroes were on the the ship, they what they dropped an explosive charge or something on yeah. them. And that's yeah. gotta work too. All right. Yeah, and the Atlanteans, their their water bombs, I guess you would call them, were there was those were really cool too. They were, they were, um, and but I also like how uh, spoilers. I apologize later uh, in the penultimate fight between Black Panther and um, Namor, uh, they realize like, oh no, his his strength comes from the the water. So yes. let's keep him out of the water. Let's keep him in the air. Let's keep him distracted. And then when the time's right, let's just get him onto the sand and dry his eyes. Right. So, Which I, spoiler. it was odd that he waited to the very last minute until he was like, okay, I need water now. Yeah. 
And maybe he couldn't go back. I mean, they were, he was very close to the water. Maybe he couldn't because he was fighting Sherry. And sure, they were doing pretty good. It was a pretty good battle going back and forth. But yeah, he ends up, you you think, I don't know if anybody thought he was he killed her, but he essentially speared her through the stomach or, or through the side or whatever. Um, and then it was like, okay, I need water now. Right. And then he starts slowly going back. And then, she, you know, she, of course, like every hero, she musters, she hulks up, you know, and she, you know, takes the spear out of her and I forget exactly how she stopped him, but he was very weak at the time. And I was say, I, this is a rarity for Marvel. They actually kept the villain alive. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, they're going to, they're running out with that. They're going to make money off of him for some time. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad, by the way, I'm glad they did, you know, and, and it, it, you know, at the end it did have it like, okay, we're teaming up. Cause she did tell him, cause she, she's like, had the spear to his throat and it was essentially like, look, we will protect uh, the seas and your we secret. Will keep, and you will keep you. We will keep your secret if you yield. And he ended up yielding. And then they, they, the, the Indians and the um, Wakandians, Wakandians were still, yeah, Wakandians were still battling on the boat. And then Austin, Shuri, and uh, Namor and Namor show up, and we're like, hey, you know, we're friends now. Everyone, stop fighting. So, sorry if you killed some people. Yeah, it, well, my bad. Seemed- my bad. And it seemed like the uh, uh, MCU version of the Atlanteans, <laughs> yours is shorter, <laughs> uh, were much more like death resilient. <laughs> oh, yeah, than, yes, yes. Then their Wakandan counterparts is like, you know, you, you, I mean, even early on when, in, when some of the, the early fights are like, they're getting shot at, they're getting, you know, mm-hmm. I think one took a knife or something and they're like, mm, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Was it uh, Okoyo who first fought him? Yes. Yes. And she says she's like I she's like I hit 3 of them and they should have been dead. Like the, right. the blows were lethal and yeah. they got up from it. And they're like, "Yeah, sure you did. Get out of here." Um should we, should we can we talk about the I don't know if you have a lot more to talk about. I'm I'm fine with that, but do you want to talk about the end credit? Who talk about the next week? I mean, we've already spoiled all this. Okay. Yeah, sure might as well. Yeah. We we spoiled most of the movie already, Greg. Um, so and well, actually, mid credit scene doesn't actually have didn't have an end credit scene. That's true. I, ho- I hope not. Now, you said it didn't, so I didn't wait around. I, I was uh, sitting there waiting for a minute, and I googled and how many uh yeah you know post credit scene just or mid credit scenes I have, and I just found information one. on one. So yeah, although I did see something on Twitter Friday morning that says something about like blah 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 the you know, the movie or something like that. And somebody in the responses on Twitter says something about, uh, I wish they would have saved Dr. Doom for like a fantastic four. Something I'm like, you son of a bitch. Yeah. No, I was half that expecting the internet already. Yeah. Um, so it, it sets up, you see Shuri again, who Shuri had was finally mourning, her her the loss of her brother and somebody else. I won't say I will I'll leave that. Um is it her mom? Who knows? It could be her cousin's babysitter. Could be her brother. cousin. Could be her dog. Who knows? You know? What, why don't Wakandans ever have dogs? They can't. What? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> think you know think, make your own conclusion, people. I don't know. They just can't. Um but 
we see uh I, what is her name um black panther's old fling nakia nakia we see nakia we we, we met already um we see her come out and then she's like hey i want you to meet somebody and you see in the background this small kid and she's like hey this is my son you know hector or whatever his, his name was um I and thought then, it was like Jatawa or something like that. Sure, something like that. Um, and then she's like, oh, "Sure." He's, and and uh, uh, Nikita explains. She's like, um, "You know, I was like, he knew he had me come here because she had been gone for like six years. She left Wakanda like six years ago. She's like, he had me come here because he didn't want him to be have that pressure of the having the throne or whatever, or potentially getting the throne. He wanted to kind of a, a, give him a real childhood or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. That and then. No, no. Oh, so anyway, then the the kid's like, "Hey, I heard you're really good at keeping secrets." And Shuri's like, "Yeah, I can keep secrets." And she's like, "Well, blah 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 is my Haitian name. My real name is T'Challa." So they son like, T'Challa, T'Challa. T'Challa. Yeah, son of T'Challa. Um, so they're setting up that he could potentially be Black Panther. But I honestly thought it was going to be something like he had powers or something like that already like he was gonna be like hey can you keep a secret and was gonna be like lift up a giant boulder or something oh i thought you'd be like he's a mutant or mutant yeah he, or he has laser eyes or something like that um oh, still very you know yeah good scene you know does that potential they might be setting because obviously they have sure as a black panther right now but they also have this kid in the wings who 10 years down the line 15 years down the line let's say He's, you know, he, he could potentially jump in, you know, as as Black Panther, and there will still be Marvel movies around at that time. So, you know, you wonder. I wonder if it's going to be like uh, Jake Lloyd, uh, who played Anakin Skywalker in Episode One. Like mm. we saw him, we're never going to see that particular kid again. <laughs> that as well could be true, you, you know, because they can always obviously they can do a time jump. You know, they can. Yeah. Uh, anything's anything's possible. Yeah. So, I mean, they can. Yeah. That no, that's a good. It's a good way though to, you know, cast, recast T'Challa without recasting yeah. T'Challa. So, right. Right. Um, Mike, I think we've pulled enough meat off that particular bone. We've pulled that taffy just far enough, and mm-hmm. it's uh, after ten o'clock on a Monday night, so we've got yep. sleep to get to. Yes, absolutely. And I ha- I want to tease the listeners with a topic for our next recording, which is only going to be a few days from now. Pokemon. It is its world, its universe's version of a reviled act or, or activity in our world. And I'm going to tell you how and why on the next episode because Pokemon is a scourge that needs to be washed from the uh, face of the earth. (laughs) All right. I look forward to hearing about it. So Mike, thanks for uh, taking time out. Uh, We, we, uh, do we want to give that peek behind the curtain to the good folks? We started recording this episode on Saturday afternoon and then uh, the twins woke up on, at, on, from their nap 
and I never got back. Mike had UFC. Of course, he watched Black Panther uh, Friday night, so we did not get a chance to watch uh, or to record Friday or Saturday night. We were supposed to record Sunday night, but old Pop Pop over here fell asleep in his chair about three minutes after uh, my boy went to bed. So I was like, ah, oh, it, it was not quite eight, or it was about eight o'clock, and you know he was going to bed. I said, I know I'm going to record with Mike. I'm just going to sit here. Eight thirty is about our usual time. And I woke up at eleven something. So, so here <laughs> here it is Monday night, putting a bow on this episode. We appreciate all of you, uh, the listeners. Make sure that you're uh, participating in the um, Christmas movie madness tournament 2022. We'll have a couple of new movies out for you uh, today on Tuesday, uh, November fifteenth. So make sure that you vote for them. A couple more on Wednesday, et cetera. We're just going to cycle through uh, this round of 16 here uh, about as quick as we can, but also making sure that it's spread out, giving right, you a chance to vote. So vote, tell your friends, share these uh, tournament matchups on your own Facebook page. I'm curious to know what your crazy-ass friends think about our uh, movie selection. So uh, we'll see you next time in just a a short time here on Nerds United, a Jerry Monkey podcast for the co-host of the year, Mike Luther. I'm Greg Mahochko, and this is Nerds United, where we tell you each and every week to simply be kind and rewind. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.